go. Um, I'm extremely excited because if you haven't found out through our socials yet, promoting this episode, we just added a new member to the family. And Shannon Davidson is joining the Limelight team. And I really am thankful that uh, you reached out to do this. I'm super excited for you to be on board. This is really fucking cool. I'm really excited. I like finally found like a group of people that like I mesh with really well. And honestly, I haven't felt like that since I started working at Absolute Punk. And that was, Aww. I don't know, I mean, Absolute Punk hasn't been a thing since well, for like, what, four years now? I believe so. so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so like, uh, yeah, like those people I like really mesh with well and a couple of other publications, but like, I haven't found anything since it just never ever clicked. That's crazy. It's hard to really find people that are passionate about what you and I are interested in with this scene. But I mean, like all the other candidates that um, were interested in the position, like they were just as passionate too. But I think your knowledge, like right out of the gate, was super super fascinating. Like I was like, we just like we just had a conversation without skipping a beat, and I was like, this is like talking about four years strong and a day to remember and warp toward this and this and that. It's just like nonstop. <laughs> I was like, I don't think we're ever gonna get off the phone. <laughs> and like your resume too really popped out. I was like, that's good. Yeah, it's great. I was like, we should be recording this conversation right now. <laughs> like, what is going on? <laughs> well, you even joked. You were like, if we were recording this, the episodes would be two hours long. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a bad thing, as long as it's good conversation. No, it's not. Yeah, but it, it, I'd have to clip it into series. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like part one, part two. And, uh, dude, it's so fucking cool, dude. And, like, but, like, right at the gate, like, I was super impressed with you. And, like, I definitely had to interview everybody else, which I've never interviewed Candace for anything before. So I was like, this is going to be interesting. And, uh, I loved you right at the gate. I was like, fuck, like, I don't think anybody can top her. (laughs) Everybody that interviewed was great, but I'm just saying, like, it was just, I don't know. It just clicked so, so well, so quickly. When you're in, like, the same scene and you, like, kind of know the direction that you're going with and, like, you're in the same direction and it just, like, it it worked. So, like, if you're not into the Warped Tour scene, then, you know, it's hard. That's what I call it. I just call it my music genre is Warped Tour. That's what I listen to. It should be just classified <laughs> as Warped Tour. Like, any band that's an alumni or, like, <laughs> was inspired by those bands, all the alumni, just call them Warped Tour. Yes. What's your genre, Warped yeah, Tour? Yeah, it's Warp tour. Like, that's how I, because, like, me trying to explain from, like, turnover to man overboard to fallout boy to this to that, it's like, that's, that's not going to work. It's Warp Tour. And you just named, and, like, a whole bunch of different types of pop punk bands, too, which is, like, gets yeah. into a whole description in itself. That's a whole conversation, too. Like, the different styles of pop punk. Okay. Um, so, about what I want to say two years ago, mm-hmm. uh, I figured out that, like, Easy Core is like an act like i think i always knew what easy core was but i didn't think of the like four years strong i guess it's technically easy core correct but like i never knew that <laughs> that's okay nobody really knew it was yeah. it was a, it was like a subgenre that was like not as popular and like it was basically newfound glory early adtr and chunk no cap and chunk that's basically like the founding of it and like set your goals i right. guess i don't know i don't know how that falls into it but yeah that's right. why I say Warped Tour. I'm just avoiding it all. <laughs> Forget it. You're they so all right. Played it. 
we need to normalize that as a genre. Conversation with someone. <laughs> Let's just normalize oh, the man. genre for Warped Tour, please. Like, we should just get on that shit. Like, it only makes sense too. Like, it's yeah. so fucking funny. Oh man, what a relief too. Because I I was kind of worried. I also shout out to Abby Claire for posting um that wanted position in a in a Facebook group because um I asked her she she uh is a publicist for chris russo who we just recently had on and he's uh independent and uh, she's like i that's not up my alley but i could post this in uh in a group and i was like yeah sure and then like i think like 10 to 13 people reached out i was like this is really cool so we'll see what's going on shout out to uh shout out to girls behind the rock show uh that's where she posted it okay um, that's what it was. and it's like it's a group of like ten thousand people um if you identify as either a female or they them um and you mm -hmm, and uh uh or non-binary um and so uh yeah um it's i mean not to not not for this is it doesn't sound terrible it's basically unless everyone everyone but straight white men right exactly yeah um and like i mean you you yeah, and like even as like even as a man, like you you can fully admit that like women are, and anyone that's not you know a white man does kind of look down upon a lot in every, and not even just music you know everywhere and so like you know to have a group of people really come together and support one another it is it's just I've never seen a group of people that are just so supportive, um, and it is wonderful to have in such a like a male-dominated industry absolutely that's why i fully support it it's like dude like it's it's kind of like common sense like it is a male-dominated industry um and it's i i you know thankfully now in these times i see women and non-binary um gender uh individuals they're taking up roles like more and more like professional and specific roles in the industry and they're like finally getting like what they've wanted to be involved with since they were like dreaming it or or starting to work for it too so i think the community is perfect to to raise a communication you know group of of really powerful and industry talented individuals um to to get these positions to say hey here's an opportunity like go get it go get that go go get that bread go get that opportunity and just like like lauren miller i had her when i was telling you behind uh the scene she's a tour manager and her like her early years of tour managing like promoters and a stage owners or, or venue owners they're like so like oh so where's the tour manager or like are you selling merch like the merch goes over here like it's just some nasty fucking sexist assuming shit so yeah. thank god that's changing and then on like beside that um shelby who's the owner of it of girl Find the rock show she's she tells like younger uh, people that are just getting into it, like mm-hmm. put everything on your resume, even if you've done it for free. Like right. you could have, you could have, you know, thirty thousand followers on a One Direction, you know, Instagram, but that's social media management. Like you put that on your resume, you build it up. No matter what you do, everything can go on your resume. And like, she's just so awesome too on just like giving people younger people like this the support and the direction that they need so and that's everyone like that's just men women non-binary like just that's such a great advice like 
put it on put it on your resume whatever you do yeah that's when i in the early years of this podcast that's how i reached out to the uh, pr companies and labels i was like hey these are the like these are like the popular people that have been on the show not saying that the the underground bands i've had on like you know don't deserve the recognition but like i wanted to highlight what who was on so we can have a good conversation like oh wow like this person and that person all right we'll get you this person i was like okay cool um dude and like you like you we're not too far from each other we're on the east coast you're in jersey i'm from philly and fucking dude like you you booked at the barbary you're an editor-in-chief of rock on philly like like what like (laughs) i was surprised we never crossed paths at a show or something (laughs) out of all these years i'm sure we have we had to have Mm -hmm. like in passing we totally did and then just like didn't care about one another because <laughs> <laughs> there's so many other people within the show like i'm sure we've been i'm sure did you go to uh the dance gavin dance show a few years back with periphery and um Cobbett and don brocco were you at that show Can't i think remember. that's the last time i think that's the last time i saw dance gavin dance was with under oath no but because it, it was at the electric Earth. factory yeah but under oath wasn't playing it was their um okay i think they were supporting artificial selection so okay yeah okay. Well, i'm trying to no. think if we but um pants, but but yeah that's you... how i fell asleep at because i was sick oh no what <laughs> i fell asleep <laughs> during fun. under oath though like what kind of psycho falls asleep <laughs> during under oath I like had a really bad headache and I just like put my hand on the, the barrier and I was about to sleep. Oh <laughs> at least you were there for the support though, you know, like <laughs> Oh my god, I'll never forget it. Like That's my friend funny. just being like, Do you wanna leave? I'm like, no, I'm good. <laughs> well, are you a casual person that like listens to music when you fall asleep? Like so yeah. maybe that was just like it was just soothing to you <laughs> i've fallen asleep to motionless and white like in my headphones so whatever <laughs> oh my god that's a tiktok <laughs> pov you're trying to fall asleep and you pick your background noise and it's just like, <gasps> like that, is, that is not lullaby music like secondhand serenade you could fall asleep to but not motionless and white <laughs> holy shit that's so funny dude it's not like some sad boy fucking music like Wonder Years or something. It's like literally some Chris Merciless screaming in your ear, like saying really fucking dark words. Yep, and shit. Nope. Great, great sleeping music for myself. <laughs> <laughs> it prepared me for tour, though. I could fall asleep on through anything. Oh my god, yeah. imagine that. Yeah, tour's not yeah. easy, too. Like, oh god, you're just like scrunched together. Everybody smells like dog shit like it's not easy and i don't know if you uh, uh like i am of course no one knows this i'm four foot eleven so i'm very small and band members took advantage of that they're like oh you can be in small spaces and i could and i could but it was not the best right it's <laughs> kind of fucked up like hey shannon listen like we know you can fit over here so if you're comfortable with it like do us a solid mm-hmm. like like the- i would always I would always fall asleep, like, stand, not standing up, that's awful, uh, like, sitting up, and I could, like, I would be able to, like, sprawl my legs out because mm. I'm so short. <laughs> <laughs> You're a trooper. That's fucking wild. <laughs> I'm, the only time I couldn't sleep that way is we were in Florida, 
Um, and I just, I don't know, I just never thought Florida got that cold during the nighttime. And I had this small ass blanket with me and it got down to like 30, 40 degrees outside. And I like, I was in the front seat, but not the driver's seat. I just like went over and turned on the van because I got so cold. Oh my um, God. Just to get the heat. And then I forgot who was driving. But they woke up and he was like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm going to freeze to death if we don't turn on this van for like 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking terrifying. Dude, tour stories, like, they're fucking crazy, dude. Like, the guys from Calling All Captains told me that they stayed at, like, a swingers house. And they were, like, terrified. They were, like, they saw all these, like, you know, usable toys for the bedroom and shit. And they're, like, uh and they were getting hit on and i was like uh, can we just go to sleep we have a show tomorrow. like please 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 we want to play a show tomorrow please <laughs> did you know that's what so i i found this out through tiktok um that an upside down pineapple and like if they have that in their house it means they're swingers yeah yeah and i never knew that i was like but pineapple is such an innocent fruit why would you do that i don't know what it means i don't know why it represents that maybe it's some kind of cult but like dude like it i've yeah. seen it in florida homes when i used to visit my boy i'm like oh i get it i get it oh. now okay. i was like 23 24 i saw tiktok someone got a pineapple tattooed on them and then they figured out what it was and they were like oh shit what did i do why did no one tell me <laughs> but it has to be upside down that's the thing like it can't be it's right true. side up yeah, so SpongeBob is good to go. <laughs> it wasn't that TikTok has like made me learn so many fucking things. Like they just this for you page just like throws information at me sometimes. And it's and most of the time it's pretty accurate. Like I mm -hmm. I got diagnosed with ADHD, but because of TikTok, because like I started picking up on things, and I'm like, maybe I should go see a doctor. And <laughs> I went to go see a doctor, and they're like, yeah, like that explains a lot of what you got going on. And I'm like. <gasps> This whole time, I could have been on Ritalin or Advil, and it would have fixed all my issues. Oh, my God. That's crazy. Yeah. That's why I talk a lot, apparently. Who would have known? You'd be great for a podcast host. I'm still not medicated, so we're good. <laughs> <laughs> we're coming for you. We're coming for your favorite bands, too. They can't wait to fucking talk to us. All right, Alan Day from 4 Year Strong. We're coming for you, dude. Oh. Like, you, I said what was one of the first things we talked about. I was like, I got you. I'll get four years strong. Dude, that it's was the so... last thing I'll do. And you were like, <laughs> as long as I'm on the interview, I'm like, absolutely. Like, if you want to join in the conversation, fuck yeah, dude. I would love to have somebody that is passionate on the conversation. So it just makes yeah, it like, more of like a worthwhile, like, com like just like listen, you know? Because mm -hmm. there's like, going to be I things that you know them more than I do. It, like, yeah. Uh, interviewing them, like, I just, I got. I probably have a list of a hundred questions I can ask them just because I've liked them since what, you know, rise or die. Yeah. And you've interviewed them like twice through absolute punk, right? Yes. Uh, I don't know if it was through absolute punk. One of them uh, okay. was through absolute punk, but I've interviewed them two or three times. Um, one of them was at Warped Tour and it was so, I hated Warped Tour press. It was so, it was too fast. Like it was too much. Like you didn't mm. get to focus on any band. And then, I was supposed to interview Ryan from uh, Yellow Card, and he just, like, left the press room, and I was like, I'm never going to interview Ryan from Yellow Card. So that could be on the list, too. Yeah. Oh, definitely hit him up, for sure. I have to Is forward you all the emails no. that I've collected over the uh, year and a half. 
so we can yellow card broke up didn't they yes but ryan's still okay take an acoustic guitar and like perform yellow yellow card songs like as an independent artist which is very interesting to me i remember i think that's because he toured with newfound glory in 2019 yeah didn't he yeah yep and he just and he played i think ocean avenue just on an acoustic or something but Mm -hmm. um still it's like you're I don't know. It's a, it's a weird scenario. I don't know if it has to do with like the legal rights or whatever, but you know, he, they're not yeah, a band anymore. Songs. They're not a band anymore. I'd have to go into the credits and see if he actually like wrote them or if it was like a collective effort. I know he definitely wrote 10 because that song is heart-wrenching. It's about yeah. his uh his girlfriend, wife, I don't know what she is, was could be um she either had an abortion or she had a miscarriage and he wrote about the kid like he would have been 10 oh my god oh my god that is depressing (laughs) it's like just as bad as brick um by uh, ben folds five that's another song that's oh my god these bands know how to know how to tear a heartstring imagine trying to fall asleep to that song yellow card 10 i could (laughs) <laughs> but when you listen to the lyrics it's like oh god this is fucking depressing well, nine, i mean normally i fall asleep to uh one order svu so I, like i, I mean i'm just falling asleep to people getting <laughs> i'm not gonna use that word but um <laughs> yeah we all know what a law and order svu is about dude uh, fucking apparently we were sharks is easy core too because i have them on my playlist I guess that makes sense. We've I've seen it in like an Easy Core revival. This is Easy Core revival group on Facebook, and the like that We Were Sharks is a very talk about band, which I think they're super underrated. It's so. such a, I feel like it's such a blurred line between like pop punk and Easy Core because you really could, I, I mean, you can go back and forth, but like you know, Man Overboard and the Wonder Years and all of those bands are like newer pop punk, and then you have like Fall Out Boy and um. My chem and they're considered pop punk, but they're really not because they're emo. But they're not like it's just Warp Tour. It's a clusterfuck, so we just call them Warp Tour. That's definitely the genre. They're Warp Tour bands, dude. Warp like, Tour. It's so annoying to try to have that discussion with people that I'm like, you know what? I listen to Warp Tour music. That's what yeah. I listen to. God, that's so fucking and- genius. I'm gonna start saying that. It, 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 let's start. I'm just gonna start saying that. You and I. I'll make Zach start saying that, and then like, let's see how fast it catches yeah. on to the scene. Because it genuinely makes sense it to does, just call dude. it the work tour genre. Mm-hmm. Like, and then if you really want to like go there with like less than Jake and Flogging and Molly, like they can be punk if they're gonna have a problem with it. They can be punk. Yeah, that is true. They are, they are, they punk. are punk. They are punk. Yeah. I mean, like Green Day was punk early years, and then they turned into pop punk, which pop just means popular. But like, you know, they the American Idiot was like their opus magnum, so it's like that really fucking thrived the band. You know, one of my favorite discussions is, is and like. Obviously super biased because Fall Out Boy is my favorite band, but like I love having that Fall Out Boy discussion of like, like oh I miss when they were pop punk. Like I want them to be like Cork Tree and take this to your grave and body body blah. And I'm like, no 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 no, you don't understand. They have always been popular music. Yes. Pete Wentz and Patrick and all of them knew what was popular, made the music of the time because look what was on MTV in 2005, and then kept going with what was popular it just so happens when they got popular pop punk was popular 
Yep, that is true. But from under the cork tree, like fucking just shot that band into a massive success. Like, and there's so many underrated songs on this fucking album. Like, literally, my favorite song, dude, is the first song on the album. Our Laura made us change the name of this song so we wouldn't get sued. Like, just the intro is just fucking like you just want to run through a wall dude it's so incredible like they nailed this album on the head i don't think there is this is an album that doesn't have a skip no a hundred percent not like that is my that has been my number one album probably since it came out and it has not left the number one spot i i appreciate it more i remember driving a couple hours and i was like what albums am i going to really pick on to listen to and dissect and i was like all right i'm gonna do from under the court tree like, I just want to, because I, I, for whatever reason, just came in my head. I was like, wow, this album needs to be appreciated more by my individual self. And then I listened to Last Chance to Dance, or not Last Chance to Dance, You're Welcome by A Day to Remember on the way up there, too. And that wasn't an easy listen, but I, <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It's different, but, um, it, like I said, it's just not, like, I'm not going to put that album on. The only song I'm going to put on that. The only song I'm gonna put on that from that album is "Last Chance to Dance." That's it because it's just a headbanger. But I don't know what they were doing with that album. It took them way too long to come out with it. I don't know. Too many. Well, they they tried. Uh, they failed. Um, and then you know, try again. <laughs> the thing yeah. is, is like I was kind of disappointed um, about the support on the, that tour that's coming around. I just like, and it's not bad support. I just was like, I don't know. It really made me not want to go to the whole show because like their album was so crappy. And then on top of that. But you know, they're going to play most of those songs though, because they're supporting the album. That's just how it usually works. Like when these bands release albums, so you're like, if I go to this show, they're going to play most of your welcome. And then like downfall of us all. And maybe New Jersey leaves nice tea. And then that's it. (laughs) Like, Right, and that's why I'm just like, because if there was good openers, I'd go just to go. But like, I, um, I'm just not a fan of the openers. They're not bad. Who is the opener? What I'm, I'm like for what for like self help or something? Uh, no, for the tour that they're going on. Oh, good question. I don't know. I don't remember, but I remember being super unimpressed. I think Pierce the Veil should hop on that tour. That would definitely boost the sales. I'd go I'd for, go Pierce, for the Pierce the Veil. What's Vic doing? Is he okay? Vic, where are you, bud? What's going on? <laughs> the fuck? Oh, it was uh, asking Alexandria. Oh, that's right. That's right. And they're like a butt rock band now. <laughs> well, speaking... Okay, have you seen American Satan? Uh, no, I haven't, but I want to watch it so badly. If you watch it, you have to watch Paradise City following up with it. Okay. Because they came out with the the series to go with American Satan. Mm-hmm. And I am not a huge Bride Brides fan. I just never got into them. Um, I still think that the only reason why they wore makeup is because everyone else is ugly except Andy Bursack in that band. And yeah, that they just didn't want to make themselves feel bad. Handsome motherfucker. So... Oh my god. Jesus but this Christ. series is incredible. Like, I believe you. And like it's Ben and the drummer of Asking Alexandria, and then Andy and I. Mm, I think that's it. I think it's those three. Um, and then there's someone else that's in the band, and it is the most accurate description, but subtle the devil stuff 
of the music industry that you will ever see. It's so good. I, I want the I, movie. I want to watch it so badly. Maybe if I have time after my 10 days straight of work, I'll definitely take a look into it. Oh, you know what I caught my eye? One of the, the um, cast members was from Sons of Anarchy. Bobby. I don't know his actual real name, but he's mm-hmm. in this series too. And he's one of my favorites from, from that show. But Ash, the founder of Sumerian Records, was basically a huge part of this project and dude, oh yeah yeah and he killed yeah, ash is incredibly fucking smart dude um i mean his whole label all the bands are super successful but so and, like not for anything pretty great actors yeah like, really okay them being musicians and like obviously like they're very much musicians and only tour like Mm-hmm. Andy and Ben did a really great performance in that show and movie. I can see Ben like really taking on that role, like, like full force and like, fucking like killing it. So and it Andy just, too. It was a it. I I cannot. Uh, I I want a second season so bad. Um. Also, Juliet Sims is in it. Um, which you know makes sense, but even her, she does so well and like the cast is amazing the storyline's amazing i just i might rewatch it now and and there's not a lot of like shows out there that like show the music industry and all that shit so like that's what gets me all hyped up like i did i I liked molly cruise the dirt with uh mgk and and all that shit like yeah (laughs) so i liked it i i think the book was better only because it gave you more description of like what was actually happen happening and such but i mean the movie was definitely good um, but there was, there was also a show on Netflix. It was called hired gun and like, um, it's not up there anymore, but long story short, it was basically like following five musicians who were, you know, paid touring musicians that like tour with like Bob Dylan and like all these, and I think, I think the other one was like a pop star or something, but, yeah. um, they showed different sides of that industry and like, like Bob Dylan's guitar player, like something happened where like Bob Dylan got like lost a lot of money and it was through their management, but he thought it was through their, their musicians. And they've been, he's been their touring musicians for fucking like 20 plus years. And then they all get fired. Like, it's just sad, dude. Like, it's just crazy serious. But like, I just, being a hired gun is really not a normal job anymore. Like it used to be because, you know, like we have computers and technology and, as a drummer, like, they can just literally, like, take sample drums and make it on a computer. They don't need to fucking bring me into a studio. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Fuck? I mean, it's crazy how much you can do on your computer now and then to play it live is a whole other thing. But, like, to actually create the music, it's way easier. Mm-hmm. How many times did you go to Warped Tour? Because I've only went, like, three or four times. Eleven. Wow. That's Eleven sick. different years. More than I I went to a handful of dates like I would go to usually Homedale in Camden. Um so I've probably been to almost twenty warp tours just eleven years. Yeah, I was gonna say so like basically you went to multiple dates like in the same summer in a sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like if you want to see your favorite band, maybe they're playing at eight o'clock and then your other favorite band's playing at nine and you're gonna miss them. No, my ass runs. <laughs> I do fifteen minutes of one band run to the other stage. Yeah. 15 minutes of the other band. Do the Naruto run, dude. Put your arms behind your back and just fucking full force. Just run, dude. <laughs> I'll never forget. It, they moved the main stage into the Camden Amphitheater. Um, and uh, I, All Time Low was playing that year. And I decided I was going to go into the pit 
I, I, I really thought I was going to die. Like there was, I was this close to being like, I'm not going to be able to get out of here. There's too many people. No one's like letting people not come in. Um, and I almost got crushed. Like it was a movie. I got crushed. That's crazy. Um, Especially for an thankfully old time. Thankfully I got out. No, thankfully. Thankfully. Um, oh you, my God. All being... time low pits are. Are they just they're like, they're. <laughs> No, you go. I'm sorry. Aggressive. They're aggressive. <laughs> they're, they're, they're passionate. The, they're the, they're probably the most intense push pits for no reason, though. I'll never. I was in. A, I was in at the electric factory. They played, and this girl. I was in back of this girl. This girl looks behind me and goes, "You are not getting in front of me." And I looked at her and go, "Want to bet?" Ah. <laughs> <laughs> and popping champagne came on, and I pushed her ass out of the way. Fuck yeah, dude. Pull out your fist, dude. Give him a knuckle sandwich and move the fuck out of the way. I was like, you look like you're 16. I'm 24. Get out of my way. That's so funny, dude. Oh my god. (laughs) Who do you think you are? Yo, you're you're tough for a 16-year-old. Like, you need to fucking chill out. (laughs) You're taller than me. Like, let me get in front of you. Yeah, you're 4'11". That's not your fault. What the fuck? Like, you're just born that way. Yeah. Like, I just... They're mean for no reason. They're... They're aggressive and they're mean and they're all-time low fans. I'm like, who, what? Well, maybe it's just the obsession of having a massive attraction to like Jack or any other of the members because they are handsome men. So it's like, I don't know, maybe that's a thing. Like, just want to get as close as possible. You know what I mean? Speaking of Warped Tour, dude, when we were on it for 10 days, I have never been on such a very organized fucking schedule in my entire life. Like, that was the easiest, most smoothest fucking... Like, yeah, it was like how do you say it like there there was like a there was like a method to their madness but holy shit yeah. it was super fucking organized like you knew where you were going every morning food tent like it was just like and that's like you know within a 24-hour situation so granted we they were the first ones on but they would build a city and tear it down in 24 hours like it's insane the insanity of that and now like the job that i have now like i work with large events and seeing how like Bonnaroo gets uh, put up and like Coachella and like <clears throat> Lollapalooza and all of those and like Warped did that every day. Yeah. Like that's insanity to think about. The road crew was so fucking passionate. They they thrived so much, dude. Like as individuals, like I remember the first day we showed up and the stage manager's like, all right, so you know you're going to be here at so-and-so time early morning before the sun rises to start helping us build the stage right i'm like yes sir <laughs> like you know what i mean like absolutely like we're in this together like i'm not gonna bail so he you know i'd show up i would do very minimum things they wouldn't let me do like any of like the actual stage building but like if they needed help with like running wires or something i would do that but it was a really fucking cool experience and like everybody was on everybody was on the same page it was it was pretty fucking nuts um, that's how I discovered Microwave was that year. We we shared cool. the stage with them on Skull Candy and like they're the nicest fucking dudes ever. Like Oh good. Fuck dude. I Tito's still have my... never seen them live. Oh, they're so underrated, dude. Like as an alt rock so band. Good. Like fuck yeah. dude. Like oh, they're touring with I think Mayday Parade, which is huge for them. Because in the beginning of the pandemic, like, they were definitely struggling like everybody else was. And, like, I'm so glad that they're jumping on a fucking gig package like that. It's so incredible. Oh, there's so many tours, so many shows. Everyone's touring at once. 
Yeah, um, it's like really hard to go to all of them, you know. So you got to pick and choose oh. now. God, my wallet hurts. They're dead. Um, <laughs> it's like I think this is like this is like the one time, not one time. Like I, I love working at Live Nation, and I did, but I'm like, man, I really wish I worked at Live Nation because I could just go. How long did you work at Live Nation for? Two, two, two and a half years. Okay, that's a pretty long time for. Yeah, I mean, was it unpaid internship or paid internship? Like, what was it? It was unpaid into uh, into like part time type position. Oh, nice! That's awesome. Mhm. So, uh, what? When? I didn't even know they were going on tour. Now I'm like, what the hell? Who microwave? No, Mayday. Well, microwave, yes. Yeah, but. but I, Mayday, oh, it is. September seventh through the twenty sixth. It's yes. mostly it's in the here. south. Yeah. Florida, Florida, That's why Florida. I didn't know about it. Yeah, it's not our fault. Um, and then Elder Brothers taking meds. I don't know any of those bands. Oops, sorry. I'll you don't know Elder Brother? No, I don't. They're really good. I think you'll enjoy them. Okay, I'll definitely check them out. I don't know the other one, but I know Elder Brother. And there are, oh my god, I want to go to this festival so badly. Level X presents Furnace Fest. Under Oath is headlining Friday. Taking Back Sunday is headlining Saturday. Kills Christian Gage. Where is it? Sunday. Oh, dude, it's like somewhere in the Midwest, I think. Midwest killing it always. It's in Birmingham, Alabama. What no. the fuck? That's so ridiculous, dude. Not fuck. worth it. Like, Not take it back favorite. Sunday and Amberlin on the same bill. Shut the fuck up, dude. Mayday Parade on the same bill, too? Come on, dude. Birmingham, Alabama? That's Tornado Central. I Where's can't it? do it. <laughs> it's going to be Not so tor- fucking hot. Oh, no, September. No, it would be cool. It would be nice. It's not the same weekend as Riot Fest, is it? Uh, I don't know. What, what day is it? T- September 24th to the 26th. Oh, okay. It's the weekend after. Okay, so they were at least smart about that. <laughs> Ooh, Thursday's playing with Under Earth. Man, that's a fucking band. I'm going to go to Riot Fest. But then my Chemical Romance canceled, and I was like, never mind. Dude, MCR, listen, like, I, <laughs> if it wasn't for MCR, I would not be in this industry. So if anybody yeah. wants to thank, if anybody enjoys what we're doing and what we're going to continue to do for the near future, just uh, go to episode two and hang out with, and listen to my mentor talk, dude. That that guy has fucking given me, God, so much fucking information over the years. Like, yeah, he taught me how to play drums, at over to a um, um, to an advanced level. But he threw so much business at me at the same time, which was so fucking sick. And I never expected like a mentor to do that. So I just got really lucky. That's so great too. Like so many people can't say they have that. So. Yeah, Here. like I wanted you're to play so drums. Fortunate. Imagine being like 13 years old in your first fucking your first fucking show. Like this is how this is how I basically became an emo. He was like, "Here, <laughs> I want you to take this CD and I want you to go listen to it." And like at the time, I was listening to like Sum 41, Breaking Benjamin. Um, who else was, was I listening to? Lincoln Park, like like Hybrid Theory, Meteor. Like I fucked with that. Then all my dad's classic rock stuff and uh. He handed me the the album and I listened to it entirely. Like I was like, this album is fucking insane. Like this is so fucking good. And then he was like, um, he was like, I gave it back to him. I was like, dude, I was like, this is amazing. Like, thank you for giving this to me. Who is this? And he's like, you see this kid right here? I was like, yeah. He's like, that's my son. I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, dude. <laughs> like, do you want to go to their show? They're playing at the Susquehanna Bank 
on this date. And I was like, yeah, let me ask my mom. And I <laughs> fucking, oh, yeah. <laughs> and I asked my mom, like, can we go to this concert, please? They're so good. But he handed me three cheers for Sweet Revenge, dude. Like, what? Dude, it was the used three, uh, My Chemical Romance and Alkaline Trio. Like, fucking. Wait, that was, um, oh my God. Um, I forgot what tour that was, but. Basically, all of my friends went to that tour, too. I was 13. It was incredible. Like, it was such a fucking great show. Like, and I definitely got a secondhand high. Someone was smoking a bong in front of me, and I was being 13 years old. That's probably why I started smoking weed later on in life, but can't do that anymore. So, sucks to suck. Um, (laughs) But, yeah. I wish I had a moment like that. Like, I couldn't even, I couldn't even tell you. I mean, like, I know Fall Out Boy did it for me. Like, that was, like the band that I was like I want to do something in music I want to do anything in music I need to be a part of this industry but like I don't have a moment like that and I'm jealous no don't be jealous dude like that it's you cool have though. just as an, you just have as you just have as much as a great first experience to emo as I do it's just I just I I didn't think such a what emo was moment. like it's so cool. oh dude Cheech got me obsessed dude like he he set me up dude <laughs> he did dude he's fucking tricky man he's like uh, he's such a super nice guy Frank uh I haven't uh, dude he's just so nice dude he just doesn't he's just very humble and just loves to have conversation I can't wait to get him on eventually but we'll see you want to hear a funny music moment. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. that I bring up to my mom on a monthly basis. Uh-huh. Um, so all time lows from Baltimore. So when they were first starting, they would do, they would tour here all the time in South Jersey. Um, and my friends were super into going to local shows. Um, and I was like seventh, eighth grade at the time. Um, and my friend invited me to a show at the movie theater, like a, like a rundown movie theater. Um, and and I, I asked my mom, I was like, mom, can I go? Like, I really want to go. And she goes, no, you're not allowed to go. Like, I don't know what this place is. I don't know who's going to be there. Like, you're not even going to want to go to shows in the next year. Like, this is just a phase. She literally said the word. Wow. It's just a phase. And I'm not, I wish I could say I was exaggerating, but I'm not. You're not. Um, you're not. And now, I didn't go to the show, All Time Low played. They opened up for Valencia. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I regret um, not seeing Valencia live. And Fuck. apparently during that show, people were trying to leave when All Time Low started. And Alex ran to the doors and was like, please, whatever you do, just stay for us. Just like, please, just stay. Um, And I don't know who stayed and who now wasn't there. But like, right. he ran, like, begged people to stay. Oh, um, my God. That's but early All Time Low days. Yeah. Wow. Um. And uh, so I didn't go to that show because my mom told me it's just a face, which makes me even better because it's all time God, you could have been best friends with the guy. You know what I mean? Especially. I could have. We're only four years apart. Right. Okay. Exactly. Like, you would have been at one of his, like, early shows. Like, thank you so much for staying. Like, bands mean that. Like, they, dude, when bands, yeah. your local or your your successful favorite band, your favorite band was once a local band. Like. I know. It's crazy to think about. People don't like, get it until they see it. playing in a room with 10 people. Like, yeah. Imagine. There's a picture in somewhere. On the internet. There's a picture somewhere on the internet where that, you know, that there's a picture where there's like 10, 12 people in the room. It's like yeah. crazy to think. Crazy. But like, it now doesn't happen overnight like that. It just takes time. And 
I think there was a lot of like if you toured a lot during those years, like you you were pretty on the road for being successful, in my opinion. Especially if the music was good. Yeah. I can't find I mean, like, there's obviously a little bit of luck to do with it, but like Mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. Like I got lucky. Like, dude, it's the whole TikTok thing is so weird, and thank God that the biggest TikTok I had, I put Poeta in, and I was like, okay, thank maybe. God. <laughs> thank God. Well, it's like because I'm posting about it, and I'm like, oh, I hope they don't get sick of me. Like, I get it, dude. Same shameless promotion. Like, uh, like. <laughs> the whole industry is about shameless promotion. Yeah, what are you man. talking about? <laughs> I don't know, dude. I don't know. I just like they're like, we get did it, the... dude. You you're in a band. <laughs> <laughs> when you did the stint with War Tour, did you play Camden? uh i've only played all right so i played home Dell in 2013 as, in, in a metalcore band on the earning ball stage and then mm -hmm. when i was on 17 we just did the midwest which That's is so strange to me okay so you're from here right so the story is like it was somewhat of a competition right um okay but it but it wasn't i don't know basically like it was three bands skull candy picked us a band called owl they're like a um I love old. I know they are. Yeah, yeah, they're great, yeah. dude. I love them. I talked to Jay on the podcast like early on. Um, they're like a progressive rock, mm -hmm. intimate band, um, melodic band. They went on tour with uh, early November and Have Mercy in 2019. Yeah, they almost got signed to Coheed's label. Um, I forget what it's called, Evil Ink. I think it's called Evil Ink, but we were talking about that at the bar, like at the Skull Cane stage. They were really nice people. I talked to um, Seamus and jay for a little bit they were really humble people super cool so it was you and all and who else there's a band called small talks they were from i think maryland um i don't know what they're doing anymore but basically what happened was it was a it was a voting competition and we were winning the entire time because we had so much momentum as like a new band because kevin's vocals just like really touched the souls of new jersey and like the, the it was just like you should a, put that on a t-shirt <laughs> it was just the perfect storm but what happened was like we were, we started losing votes um this is the first time i've ever talked about this story on a public forum really? this is interesting yeah i'm actually kind of excited to talk about this because it's like we oh, were we were deemed as like cheaters and shit it was so dumb but anyway long story short yeah it was dumb um so what happened was we were losing like badly and like the voting system was flawed. Like now old old never even posted it on their socials, right? Like they never cared. So it was between Poeta and Small Talks. So what happened was, um what happened was my cousin we I used to live with my cousin around that time. My cousin and like another roommate. And he, you know, he came out you know, they're all trying to help him vote. He's like and he came out of the room, he's like, dude, I know why you're losing. What happened, it, it, it's crazy how the whole fucking voting system worked. All you had to do, it was very specific. You had to have an iPhone and you had to go to incognito mode for your web browser. And when you vote, it doesn't pick up your IP address. So it counts every book click as a new vote. Yeah. And I was like, all right, this is how they're winning. That's faulty. Yeah. So that's how they're winning. Um, because we, we knew they were being like, basically like the voting, every time we would get votes up and stuff, um, that, uh, uh, organically, they would bring their votes back up to six, six point six percent It was kind of corny, but like we knew they were doing something and That's we figured so it out. <laughs> so what we did, so what we did was we had a room full of like 30 people and we said, all right, at three o'clock in the morning before deadline, we're all going to just hit this vote button. So we had a group chat of 30 people and we're like, all right, ready to go and did it for two hours and won. Now, 
they were not happy. You didn't cheat. You loopholed. Well, so did they. Exactly. That's right. the thing. Like they should. They the whatever site needs to fix the loophole. Right, and it's just like, you know, what are you gonna do? You know what I mean? Like start over. Like it just, it just wasn't, it just wasn't a good idea. Like I don't know. Like just this, just is in the moment. So we won technically. Now what happened was we were deemed as losers in an email, and because the band reached out to Skull Canyon was like, hey, like I don't know what they said. I don't want to paraphrase, but they were basically like, we were deemed as cheaters and all this shit. And then our label owner Jeremy Weiss stepped in. He's like, dude, I'll call Kevin Lyman. Like, is this like? you're supposed to be supporting these underground bands like isn't that like what your your method is and that, that's what your message is like isn't that what you should be doing like if anything you should have both of these bands play and just have yeah, them with different toys great. and stuff you know what i mean um but it was kind of annoying because it was like no we didn't cheat dude like you guys figured it out first and we figured it out second and we played stupid until the last minute that's basically what happened you it's know smart. I, mean? I mean that's the smartest thing to do because if you didn't then you would just be going back and forth playing right exactly so then skull candy made an announcement there was two winners but they were so salty about it like it just we like lived in their heads red free their entire tour on the east coast so they got the east coast and we got the midwest which doesn't matter because do we fucking every show we played in the midwest was huge sick but i know i'm from the east coast and like i don't know where your main followers are from but God, the Midwest got some good ass bands. I mean, you can argue they're better than the East Coast, and they have a more dedicated fan base than the East Coast. Like, I hate to say it, like, because I've got, I've got into numerous arguments with people on TikTok because mm-hmm. they kept calling modern baseball like Midwest emo, and I'm like, right. they're from Philadelphia. They're from Philadelphia. They're from Philadelphia. They're from Philadelphia. New Jersey. No, like, they're not Midwest. Do not claim that, you frauds. <laughs> And, and then people are like, well, why are you so hyped about it? I'm like, because I went to school with modern baseball. They're mine. Did you really? They're Philadelphia. Oh, that's so sick. With, um, I had a class with Ian. Um, oh, that's cool. I think he was a grade, a grade. We were in college. He mm. was a year ahead of me. Um, But yeah, like, uh, they used to play at like Golden Tea House, which is, was like a Drexel like house show place. Um, mm-hmm. And I'd see them at Golden Tea House all the time, which I'm pretty, I think that's where... Um, not your graduation. Um, the weekend was filmed. I think it was filmed at Golden Tea House, but okay. I don't know. I'm sure someone will correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> For sure, but that's still crazy though. Like that, the, yeah. well, everybody's so close. Like, um, like Grayscale's not too far from me. They're like, I think, I think Colin used to work at the Guitar Center, like in in uh, Bucks County, for a little. I know bit. one. Of, I forget. I remember. I forgot what his name is. He's in Grayscale. The one with the long hair. Does he have long hair anymore? I don't know what Grayscale looks like anymore. I don't know, neither do I. They just released an album, and it's pretty good. I gotta check out the rest of it, but... Um... It came up on my release radar. I was, like, listening to it at the beach, and I was like, who is this? And I checked my phone, and I'm like, shit, it's Grayscale, okay. Yeah, they have, like, a 1975 vibe, slash band community yeah, vibe. Yeah, I was, I was not expecting that from Grayscale, but it was... The song that I listened to was super solid. Do you... Are you... Are you do you know the band Camino? Yeah. Oh, they're so fucking underrated. I love their song with all time low. <laughs> Which song? The the they the the Vampino, they have um they are featured in an all time low song. Uh, what? You didn't know Oh my god, hold on. 
Oh my god, dude, this is why I need your help. <laughs> We're... Got you. Got you. What? Well, the you know fuck? monsters and yeah. monsters with black bear and Demi. Okay. Correct. Yeah, I know that one. Yeah, I mean everybody knows but... black bear now. I think that's like the joke around Gen Z. Like, <laughs> I think someone's like POV going to like a. This is like a diet warp tour. Like, is Black Bear performing yeah. today? Like, <laughs> uh, so Black Bear will so the song's called Favorite Place, the all-time love song with the band Camino. That's um, but um, Black Bear went on tour with Fallout Boy, and literally, I came off of tour, and then like the next day was Fallout Boy at Wells Fargo. Mm-hmm. So, of course, I went. Um, but I was so tired, I look like shit, like shit. Like, there's a photo from that day. I look awful. Oh no! Um, but I was like, "Here I am, fall out boy, forever support." But like, I was drinking at the bar while Black Bear was on, and now I'm so upset about it. <laughs> it's okay. I'll come around again. Oh, uh, I'm like, I love Black Bear now, but I'm very, I'm very into the emo hip hop stuff. Like, I really like it. Hmm. Yeah, I do. Well, um, Chad Tepper. Well, he's not really emo pop. pop hip-hop young blood mod son yeah. they're 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 pretty good it's I definitely like different yeah mgk mgk like revived the whole scene which i'm very thankful for so i'm thankful but also that's exhausting because you I, that's a lot of pressure dude but it's like so funny so like i have people like at my job that are like yo like mgk pink guitar fucks like they, they're just like they vibe with the whole album i'm like all right so and i sent them i sent them my playlist it's like if you like mgk you're gonna like all these bands trust yeah, me like all of them like all um of them. well now so you know how like i just called the genre warp tour the mm-hmm. newer stuff we can label travis barker <laughs> travis barker we'll just call it the travis barker well there's swan core so we could have like travis barker core <laughs> yeah barker t- barker core barker, barker core, barker core. Jesse Lee Hello. deemed it as new punk, and I think it's gonna stick new for a punk. while. Yeah, oh, that makes sense. It's yeah, not as fun, but it's fine. He coined the term. He's, he's a smart new dude. New punk. I love that I motherfucker. Like that, I like it too. He's just he's just really fucking smart. Like it it he's he's gonna be something special one day. I don't know what he's gonna do, but he's basically like the emo Carson Daly right now. Like, yeah, he is. He's taking over um, TikTok by storm. Man, he's always on my free page. Random question. Uh are you are you a sports fan at all? Like do you have any favorite sports teams? I like the Phillies. Sick. You're not a Cowboys fan, right? Oh my god. Oh thank god. I can't. All right. <laughs> I also, from living to so close to Philadelphia, I can't do that. No, nah, don't please, for the love of God. I was like, I don't know if I can have someone on this team no. that's a Cowboys fan. Like, I actually don't I don't really like football in general, but I'm not a Cowboys fan, nor okay. am I a Patriots fan. I hate the Patriots. <sighs> go birds. No. That's all I say <laughs> on this podcast is go birds. Well, I w- I was reading a comment thread and it was talking about like the top like worst teams or like uh cities of their fans mm-hmm. and like philadelphia wasn't mentioned and i'm just like did you do you not did you not hear our saying that uh no one likes us and we don't care like we we're not top we're top we're the worst fans ever uh, i think oakland was pretty bad some you know but like the raiders fans like in oakland they were pretty bad and um 
it's usually teams that don't have a championship. The fans are just very, very fucking sick of everything. <laughs> like, so now we're so now we're good because we got the Super Bowl. We're good. So now we're not annoying anymore. Is that, is that no? Because now we're deemed we're deemed as like a one hit wonder now, like like a you know what I mean, like a '90s hit song or something. So we're still salty. Like no, we'll come back. Like but. I would like the Phillies to win a World Series again. That would that, that would make would, me happy. That would be nice to, dude. They're 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 actually one of. Oh, excuse me. They're actually one of the um, worst baseball franchises in the MLB. Like they have the most losses, I believe. Like it's, it's the stats are crazy. Like they've only been to the playoffs like so many times. Like so, like the amount really? of years that this baseball has been around, like they've only they've been to the playoffs the lowest amount like they're, they're just not a good ball club at all <laughs> forever support the philly forever fanatic support. i know we're we're struggling here the philly fanatic is just like th- thrives that gritty, franchise top two. bro gritty fucking made my day dude when he was released i was like i wonder what this motherfucker's gonna do and it's so funny there was like a video of him and dave portnoy and he was in philly they were reviewing pizza or whatever and when gritty like pushes you or punches he squeaks like eh, eh. and i'm like dude i would love to fight gritty like just like get like just beat him up and just like he just has that like squeak every time you get hit like that's so funny dude I'm, he's just, so funny i love the timeline of like he got announced like you know everyone knew who gritty was and everyone in philadelphia was like what the fuck is that and then everyone else goes ew what the fuck is that and philadelphia immediately goes do not talk about gritty fuck you he's a national treasure how dare you and that was it and everybody loves him now everybody loves him (laughs) literally everybody he is definitely uh i i mean i'm totally biased but like in my opinion the fanatic and gritty are top two uh, absolutely mascots like absolutely but the fanatic will always be number one in my heart like i love the fanatic even though they had to like give him like a makeover, I still enjoy the fanatic. Yes, mm-hmm. he's just so like he's just so lovable and he's just so cool. I love him. I don't know who's in that suit, but I love them too. <laughs> um, imagine that being your job. Like imagine putting on your resume, Philly fanatic. It's a good gig. What what gig mm-hmm. are you applying for? If that's on your resume, that's my question. Another mascot <laughs> suit. <laughs> I don't right, know like, what else are you supposed though. to do? Like, I mean, what? I guess football probably makes more money than baseball. I wonder if they get, it's a paying gig because you know what pisses me off? The cheerleaders don't get paid. <laughs> they, they don't. I remember there was a there was an Eagles cheerleader in one of my college classes, and I remember her telling me that, and I go, "What?" Out of the billions of dollars that they fucking make, they can't pay their cheerleaders to show up for eight games, and when they go to the playoffs, like you're doing more, especially if it's at home or if you're in the Super Bowl. Like, come on, dude! Like, what the fuck? Like, what are you doing? They just pay well, it's them. It's like, like not paying. It's like not paying college athletes. Like, oh, college, and that like, whole thing's changing now. That whole thing's Good. changing. I think the pan. I think that's one of the beneficial things, like that came out of this pandemic. Unfortunately, was like college athletes are going to start getting paid because, dude, they're putting they their lives on their line. And they're making the school so much money. Like, why isn't Trevor Lawrence getting paid, like, at least a fucking sponsor cut for, like, everything that he's doing for that franchise? Because they're not allowed. It wasn't originally, like, you're not allowed to get sponsored either if you're in college. Like, wasn't that originally what it was? It was, yeah. And now you're allowed to. That's just, like, the beginning of this whole hot mess. But, like, even, like, and they're even talking about, um, like, rookie contracts. They're saying that, um... There's, there's a there's a discussion going around i don't know if it's like being put into place but 
that it's say if you're drafted first overall like Trevor Lawrence was this year, he's gonna get paid more significant than the next pick. So like there's gonna be like a pay system for draft like a hierarchy rookies. sort of thing. Yeah, like if you're the first overall draft, you're gonna get paid you're gonna get paid the most out of the, all the rookies. I and think that's it just fair. trickles down. I think it's fair too because they're all the same. Like you're yeah. they all everybody has the same opportunity to really get hurt in their end of their career. That's what that's I mean the NFL is a really dangerous sport. So it's like they have to compensate them now. Like you have to Yeah. Like imagine not getting a concussion or two. Like, you know, uh, it'll damage you forever. Yep. There's a whole movie about it. Yeah. <laughs> Especially with the Aaron Hernandez documentary. That was so sad, dude. Like that dude was it's just terrible. like terrible. <sighs> I never would have thought I could actually talk about sports for that long. Good for me. <laughs> Let's get off that topic. Dude, all right, who do you want to bring on this podcast? Four years strong. Any next question. Okay. <laughs> Who, else? <laughs> um, Who else? There's like there's like a handful of like smaller bands that just like they always pop up my release radar radar or like honestly they pop up on TikTok like it's crazy. Um, but uh, I've been listening to and I originally like I commented on this guy's TikTok didn't realize it was his band's TikTok mm-hmm. and I was being mean. <laughs> But it wasn't intentionally being mean. Sure I no. thought, I just, okay. The situation was, he was like, he was saying that tours were going to get canceled. And like, I get real defensive when people start uh, talking like that because like, I get really nervous for my job. Right. And I was like, well, maybe move out of Florida and tour, bands, won't tour on, or bands won't cancel on you. Uh, that's and not being mean. I, that's just being honest. Yeah. But also like total dig on where he lives and where the band lives. Well, it's because Florida's um, a cesspool. But um, um, we, he ended up being really, really nice. And he's in the band's called Brave Leather, mm-hmm. and they're really freaking good, like so solid. Um, and it's like literally all I've been listening to, like what's since the, we had the conversation on TikTok. But he was so nice about it that, like, I apologize within TikTok. I was like, this conversation has been so great. I'm gonna go listen to your band. <laughs> right, exactly. No, that's true. You're just talking shit on Florida because it's accessible. Hey, you know what's simple? If we all get vaccinated, then we can have tours again. That's all. Yeah, I know. Shocker. Who would have thought? I know we weren't following know. each other at the time, but I went on a nice ass rant on Instagram. So. Yeah. As soon mm-hmm. as I can get vaccinated. See, I wasn't able to get vaccinated because I wasn't qualified because obviously the people who like have pre existing conditions like deserve to get that first, understandably so. Um God. but I got it Pennsylvania in Pennsylvania was a shit show. Yeah. It was really hard to get vaccinated. Now it's like they have so much vaccines like they don't have to do with them and they're just hanging out in Philadelphia. Um yeah. But yeah, so I got vaccinated as soon as possible. And I think we're gonna have to follow up a booster shot. I don't give a shit, I'll take the booster shot too. I have dude, I, I have the sickest five G in my arm like if i put my phone like right here i have like the best service dude my tail's starting to grow it's looking good love it yeah i mean yeah i mean these are not bad things 5g i get phone service all the time and a tail cool i dude having a tail is like basically if it grows out long enough like let's say if it grows out to like six feet like dude i could definitely like pick up a beverage with it i don't even use my hands what the fuck like exactly yeah i'm just you can like turn off the light but just while leaving the room without using your hands right I, I'm mm-hmm. multitasking. It's just evolution yes. at its finest. Um, another band, Bearings. That's I love Bearings. Bearings. What sure. was the last band you just said? What were they called? They're called Brave Weather. Brave Weather. Got it. So good. I want to put that um, into my listening playlist. It's private, so nobody knows who I'm listening to. 
I found out that mine wasn't private, and I remember getting a cha- I remember getting a text message, and someone goes, "You're listening to the Chainsmokers," and I was like, "Excuse you." <laughs> I'll never forget getting that text message. Why is that a negative thing? The Chainsmokers. The fuck? I was like, I like the Chainsmokers. Go away. Yeah. <laughs> Who do you think you are? Fuck off and my fuck off with my taste. Fuck. Eat a bag of dicks. I'm not a rave kid. I can listen to the chain smokers. Yeah, right. What the fuck? Jesus Christ. Um, I'll just never. And then I put myself on private. I was like, no, I'm afraid. I don't even look at. Yeah, you know what? You know what's crazy? You know what? I think it's a generation gap, but I forget what video I posted, and um, on TikTok, and somebody didn't know that, um, the guy from Skrillex was the vocalist for. Uh, You're gonna make me <laughs> I was like, oh no, it's the same guy, my dude. It's the same person, Sonny. Uh, Sonny Moore. Oh man, yeah, same guy, same guy, same guy, same him. dude. When they released those singles from First of Last with Taylor Larson when they got back together, it sounded really good. They did. Oh man, that was that was my first more. concert. That was your first it was concert. That, it was the Black Clouds and Underdogs tour. So wow. it was Fall Out Boy, Confident Heights, All American Rejects, oh From First God. to Last, oh and The Hush Sound. Oh my God, dude, what a lineup. What a fucking lineup. I think Reggie and the Full Effect played that tour too. I just missed them though. They did. It was the, the Hush Sound did half of the tour, Reggie and the Full Effect did the other half. That Reggie and the Full yeah. Effect was pretty big, yeah, back in the day. Mm-hmm. And then they stole him, and he was the synth player for My Chem when. Um, the Black Parade was released. A thing. Yeah, I saw them. <laughs> the Black perform. Parade was a thing. <laughs> I saw them perform Black Parade when Lincoln when they toured the Good Park with Men's to Midnight. That was a concert. Holy Man. shit! That was a concert. Never saw them live when they released Danger Days though. I've still <laughs> I've never never seen my cat live, and I will I will we next will, year eventually, will. eventually. So. I think they're writing an album, in my opinion. And that's I why they're like holding off on it. I want them to. I do. I'm like afraid for them to. Then again, I was afraid for Fall Out Boy to write music too. So here we are. <laughs> well, I did an evolution of Fall Out Boy. I did, I did a series of bands evolving over time. And it was like really long and drawn I, out, which people appreciate uh, that. I saw it. <laughs> and the people, <laughs> and the Fall Out Boy one, people were like, oh, it's the best to worst in their discography. I was like, oh, like, that's not nice. I have a theory, okay? And I have asked this question to almost any person I meet that likes Fall Out Boy. Um, your favorite album is From Under the Quick Tree, right? Correct. And you're the same age as me. Correct. So, I have a theory that people who are my age, their favorite album is Quick Tree. People who are four years younger than me, their favorite album is Infinity on High. And people who are four years older than me, about four years, uh, their favorite album is Take This to Your Grave. And I have yet to be proven wrong. I, I could totally see that. And, like, to be honest, dude, like, Infinity on High wasn't that bad. Uh, I did enjoy some of the songs. I think Foley was an underrated album by them. Yes, a million percent. That was actually a really good album. Yeah, that was just one of the albums. I was like, wow, they really did something different here. But I think your theory is correct because I think it's just the way that when you discovered them as a band and relevance, yeah, that's just what album you like the most. I think that makes sense. Um, Yeah. I've never seen Fall Out Boy live. I would like to, but 
I don't know what they Hershey Bar. They came to they came to Citizen Bank. You missed it. It just happened. Where were you? <laughs> I don't. Where, where, I don't know. Where was I? I don't know. I went to both. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck oh, I was man. doing. I need to grow I up was, and go some more concerts. I was crying. Oh, crying. I bet you were, dude. Oh my god, what a. Oh my god, just the best. They're the best live. I can't. I can't. They're definitely one of oh. the bands that do well live for sure. The people, uh, so uh, the people who bought um, my my house prior to the one I live in, we sold like during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, the people who bought it are actually legit friends with Fall Out Boy that we found out. So they walked in. Obviously, we weren't at the house when uh, they were touring it, but I had like from under the court tree, like. Uh, hung up um and uh i remember like they wrote because like i don't know if you know this but the real estate market is like insane right now so they literally wrote a letter to us saying like why they deserve the house and they like they didn't mention that we knew fallout boy but they were like you know we're music people ourselves like i'm in a band my brother is a producer blah 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 so we end up meeting them and we end up talking, we get along, we had, we've, we're like friends with them now, but he takes a picture of my tattoo, mm-hmm. and he sends it to Pete and Andy, and he shows me the text message, and it says Petey, it says Petey, and I was like, oh my god, <laughs> and then Andy actually responded, and he was like, oh, that's sick, like, blah, 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 so they got me assigned from Under the Court Street record from them. Oh my god, that's amazing! Holy shit! I um, it's my house. Like they bought our house. Like that's how I met them. Like in what world? Wow! Isn't that an insane story? I love that, but no, but like, and the value of that for them signing under the court tree is like I can only imagine. Like obviously, it's a priceless item to you, but I'm just saying, like someone would love to have that in their collection if they had one. Like, oh my god, fuck! But like. Uh, and if it wasn't for COVID, like he was like, you know, next time follow up boy comes around, like, you know, uh, we'll, we'll take you backstage. Da, 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 da. And I was like, I can't physically, mentally, emotionally handle that. So we'll see. But now because of COVID, it never happened. <laughs> oh no. But you still got the signed album though. Yeah. And yeah. like, I don't, I mean, what was it? It was like a week or two prior, like follow up boy had to cancel a bunch of dates because someone on their crew tested positive. And I'm just like they're not risking anything on this tour no there's no way no absolutely not which is good though a lot of the bands that are canceling are doing it for the safety of others and the people that they you know their families and friends that they're completely surrounded by they're just doing this they're just being safe about it i get it like it's their decision they can do whatever they want they'll have they'll eventually come back and and tour when this is all over like it's been over two years now so i'm like i'm just ready like i don't think dance gavin dance is going to cancel that tour though like this whole afterburn tour is like almost completely sold out uh, yeah, and like that album was so incredible, and then they couldn't tour on it. Right. Yeah. There was Same a lot with of All bands. Time Low. Yeah. Like, they came out with uh, Sunshine, not Sunshine. Yeah, Sunshine. Um, and nothing. And it, and they and Four Years Strong too. They came out the record. They toured for like a, a good week. Fucking album, dude. My God. I was so impressed because like, I I have such a love-hate relationship with their discography mm-hmm. but like this album is incredible 17 i could listen to it on repeat 
Like, it's the best song on that album. It's probably also the most cliche song on that album. Of course, it's my favorite. Brain Pain is the album, and my mm-hmm. go-to was Get Out of My Head, but, you know, that's everybody's personal. Did you ever hear the rumors that they have beef with the data remember? No. Really? Okay. Let me see if I can find this Reddit form, and I want to talk about it real quick. And maybe, like, if we ever get Alan Day on, which I'm sure we will, um, maybe we can, like, see if he's willing to talk about it and to, like, debunk right. the, the myth. Because nobody has proof. So basically, like, it was the Easy Chord Tour. No, it wasn't called an Easy Chord Tour. It was called something else. Long story but short. But it was that tour. I remember. Four years strong and a day to remember. You need to go on Reddit more. Beef. The Reddit's got some fucking information. Mm-hmm. So basically, like, the overall story was, like, the Four Years Strong was positioned at a higher... Um, a spot on the tour for the the lineup and then like a day to remember that kind of like bumped them down because they were starting to blow up in a bit in a sense and i think they were torn with newfound glory um they think yeah. the, the theory is the second sucks the song is about four years strong but it's not been proven it says who is this you know this song is just a big fuck you with the haters I am a huge fan of these, both of these bands and have been for years, so my mouth dropped when I heard this. Is there any way to confirm this? Some sort of news article mentioning it or in an interview? I'd like to have a source because before I believe it. So the rumors are out there, podcast, how the scene failed four years strong. What? How did we fail them? Aren't They're pretty successful. I mean, yeah, I think they're, they're still doing shit. I think they're like, underrated, that's for sure. Oh, they're definitely underrated. Well, they're not underrated to me. They're my second favorite band. Uh, what year was this? This is 2010. It saddens me to bring you the news, but it looks like as Four Years Strong have dropped off the upcoming A Day to Remember Soundwave side shows on the show as well as Set Your Goals, and this is hell. This was back in 2010. Killyourstereo.com. What's Chad's last name from Newfound Glory? Is it Gilbert? Gotta love the internet. It is Gilbert. Chad Gilbert. So he's a songwriter on Second Sex. Oh, are we gonna start like fucking debunking this myth right now? <laughs> are we gonna be Charlie I'm Day from Always Sunny with like the shit in the background and all the things pointing to one another? First of all, I already told you about my spiral on the warp tour thing with that Reddit thread. Oh, so, like, pro- talk I'm- about that real quick. Because we talked it behind the uh off record. I'm sure I would be mad about it. Um, so some guy on like beginning of quarantine, so April, May, 2020. Um, and uh, he wrote a Reddit, something about like, he was with his girlfriend for a handful of years and he found a picture of her and him on work tour. I'm sorry. He did not say work tour. <laughs> he said a, what was it? A, a nation a touring nationwide music festival yeah like a cross-country a cross-country tour. A cross-country music yeah to- mm-hmm. cross-country tour festival well there's only one of those the, <laughs> like, really only one especially back in that day like i think it was like two i want to say it was 2015 maybe i think that was the year i wish i could i need to find the reddit thread and then we can deep dive i'll deep dive with you okay that'll be um, a whole segment but yeah so everyone like the whole scene got involved 
And like, a, I remember a writer from Billboard started making a thread about it. Like, it was a whole thing. Um, apparently, he came out and he said, if you guys donate $10,000 to Live Nation Cares, he'll come out and tell him who, tell everyone who he is. The I guess the $10,000 got donated, but like, he never announced himself. And to this day, we still don't know who it was. But it's a lot of people have been uh, marked that they are not it. So, hmm. um, for a while, I thought it was, um, oh my God, what's his name from State Hamps? Um, the vocalist? No, not Derek. Uh, he's in Speak Low. He's the, the singer of Speak Low if you speak high. So that one. The side hmm. project. I'm not sure. Um, but like, I really thought it was him for a second and then that was debunked. So, but that was my like leading person. Um, cause it had to have been a small, um, a small band, but also it could have been like a band like yours that was only on the tour for 10 days. So like, <sighs> there's so much, there's so much to debunk. There's just so much to like capture and like really find like out who this person was. Like yeah. sometimes you can pinpoint some... it. Right, but also it could be some dude, like, in his, like, early 30s, just, like, r- like riding this warp Tour high of, like, being on one date and thinking he was on a cross-country tour. Right, so, exactly. Yeah, who knows? a local band, totally... battle the bands. All right, so here's this real quick. This is from, uh, what is this? This is from Tumblr. Oh, my God. I um, love Tumblr. I love Tumblr. Let me highlight this so I can read it because it's really hard. The text is hard. A day to remember in four years. Hmm. Paul Revere's Midnight Ride by Four Years Strong versus Second Sucks by A Day to Remember. Okay, this is interesting. A Day to Remember and Four Years Strong were both supporting acts for Newfound Glory. During the Day to Remember, during the tour, A Day to Remember got more publicity than Four Years Strong. A Day to Remember and their tour organizers asked for Four Years Strong to change time so they could perform longer. Four Years Strong refused and started an angry rivalry. Well, we can't confirm that. Let's, that's that's not a fact. We, that's just an opinion, I think. Or like that's a, like a myth. to ask though. The these two songs were written about that fight between Four Year Strong and A Day to Remember, and it's Paul Revere's Midnight Ride and then Second Sucks, which we can't play on the podcast because of copyright. But like, we'll definitely have to like take a deep dive into that. But like, I don't know. I think it's I think it's just all bullshit. I think it's fake. But it has to- fun though. I mean. The whole taking back Sunday brand new thing—that's for sure confirmed. That's 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 real. <laughs> that was like, dude, I just slept with your girlfriend or wife. I forget the whole story, but fuck. I mean, when, I mean, I'm I am not. I know that a lot of people's favorite band is brand new, and I know a lot of people really like Jesse Lazy. But mm-hmm. like, why was anyone surprised when what happened happened? Jesse Lazy's a dick. Yeah, I know. So, I don't know why anyone was surprised when, like, shit went down with Brand New. There's but always... Also, no, I'm sorry. I just don't... I was gonna say, I don't love them, so, like, I've been really, really lucky that no band I've liked has, <laughs> you uh, know, gotten in had trouble. fucking problems, like... <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. a lot of problems, like, there's there's a lot of fans out there that, that separate the artist from the art. Um, Can't do that. Oh, wait, they... no, Front Porch Step. I like Front Porch Step, never mind. Uh, uh, that was a situation. That was a whole yeah. situation in itself. Fuck. I never really there. liked Front Porch Step. I mean, like, that's... Uh, I mean, Tyler Carter's starting to come back after his um allegations, which were proven fa- uh, fa- uh, 
True. So, I mean, he's doing, like, an independent, like, songwriting stuff, but Issues isn't really doing anything right now. They don't have a vocalist. I don't know what they're doing, but... Oh, and Michael Bone's not in it. Who's not in it? No. Oh, that's What Was Me. No, that's Issues, too. It was Michael and Tyler. Yeah. Yeah, Remember What Was Me? Yeah, God, that was such a fucking problematic band in itself, dude. My God. They were so good, too. They're so good. Tyler Carter and Michael Bond, like, really... Like that that era what was me, dude? With um was it was it delinquents? I don't wanna get that wrong. They were um, fearless band, weren't they? They were Rise. Rise, okay. It was numbers they the album. With, um Delinquents was my favorite song by them, but they were on Rise Records. This was like the prime for like Memphis Mayfire, Devil Wears Prada, um Asking Alexandria, which is Sumerian. Um I see I stars. We came as Romans. We came as Romans. That was the, the Planet Seed era. The Word Alive. Abandon All Ships. Jamie's Elsewhere. Fuck. The Miss May I. Color Morale. I Color Morale is so underrated. I loved Abandon All Ships. Like, loved Abandon All Ships. <laughs> they were underrated, too. They're, they're, they were, they had a lot going for them, and they just became whatever. Uh, but Scarlet Drive, that. like Malsa Flames, yeah, that whole era. Was that we don't give a fuck, we just came to party. Oh <laughs> <laughs> We were such weird fucking kids listening to that kind of music, dude. Like it's still good though, you know, but it's just Yeah, funny. but I would never listen to new post hardcore. Like I'll always go back to it. Like I'll listen to the word alive, but like not new word alive. Post like, I'll listen to Huh? Oh, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. You listen oh, yeah, to the like, new Word Alive? Yeah, just like all old post-hardcore I listen to, but I'll never, I don't think I've ever, in since like 2012 or 13, I listened to a new post-hardcore band that I just liked, and I think I just aged out of the genre, which there's no problem with that. No, not at all. Like, uh, Memphis Mayfire got shit for one of their albums, which um, they came back with The Vengeance, and they wrote a really good album recently. Um but they, these metalcore bands do turn into, like, post-rock, post-hardcore bands in a sense. Like, I don't know. Well, like, Bring Me the Horizon. Yeah, bring, bring Me the Horizon is the perfect example of a band evolving and succeeding with it. Like, they just, especially with, like, um, Sleepwalking, like, the, it just, dude, I don't know, man. They, would, they just hit it on the fucking head, I swear to God. Like, yeah. they knew what they were doing. Oh man, I I'll never forget when that song went viral on TikTok. I was like, "Is it what year is it? What? Why are we listening to Bring Me the Horizon again?" Yeah, the song and came out almost ten years ago. Dude, and Separate Eternal was just like, dude, like when they were on Warped Tour with that album, like August Burns Red played it, and then Bring Me the Horizon played Separate Eternal, and like, dude, they, everybody flooded to that fucking stage. It was like 2013. That was, dude, oh my god, because we played my first work. Oh, no, that was your first warp tour? No, no, no. I was gonna say my first warp tour, I remember the Devil Wars Prada was like on main stage. And so they were really big then. So like that whole era had like a good four or five years of like super strong. Dude, Metalcore took over for at least five years. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Like, two thousand I say like two thousand eleven, two thousand ten to like two thousand fifteen, sixteen, because and the peak was definitely thirteen, because we played in thirteen one day. Dude, every fucking band was metalcore. Um, it's nuts. 
Kellen, uh, uh, well, it's like Kellen Quinn and Friends now, but Sleeping with Sirens, they released <laughs> Cheers to This. Yeah, I know. That's what I call the band sometimes. It's basically um, it's Brendan and Friends, too. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Cheers to This dropped. Um, Challenger dropped by Memphis Mayfire. Like, it was just a good year for Metalcore. But, like, the whole lineup was, like, post-hardcore Metalcore. It was insane. The used played. Nobody – and that's the crazy thing, too. I remember seeing Bert, like, sitting on, like, his – um. I see him sitting on, like, his uh, – at his merch tent on a table by himself, just, like, looking down, texting on his phone. Like, nobody cared about Bert. It was like, oh, man, wait, what's up, dude? Like – Wait, Bert? From the used. Yeah, like, Bert McCracken. Yeah. No one cared. No, everybody was focused on, like, Sleeping with Sirens. That makes and... me so sad. Yeah, I know. He was just hanging out. He was just hanging out. Nobody wanted to talk to him. I don't know. People wanted to watch Sleeping with Sirens, I guess. You know? Oh, my God. These children. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're not children anymore. I think that was, that was eight years ago. <laughs> oh! <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> oh, I saw, I saw TikTok, and it was saying something about, like, um... What was it? Oh, not safe rock. Oh, American Beauty. American Beauty, American Psycho. Like, got them through their, like, post-high school years or, like, their high school years. And I was like, I was like, oh, from one of the core tree got me through mine. And that, that album was, like, 15 years ago. And I've never felt so old in my life. Oh, I was like, how God. old are you? Like, how old are these people? They're, like, 12. It's crazy, right? <laughs> oh. It was a weird dynamic with the Hella Megator because, like, obviously Green Day and Weezer are, are older. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have, like, older fan base because they're older. Um, and it yeah. was just so... They had... There was parents with their literal teenage kids. And but the parents were there for the band. And then the kids were just there because they had to be there. And I was like, I don't... I don't know what... I was like having an existential crisis just watching Fall Out Boy. <laughs> These kids don't even like, know what, what is... they're experiencing. <laughs> I was like, what does this make me? Am I old? Is this is my qualified to be old now? <laughs> and then the one kid in front of me was just like recording just straight face, just recording Green Day. And I'm like, do they even know the song? <laughs> Fuck. That's crazy. They don't. They're just like hanging out, like, okay, mom, like, this show gonna be oh, over. When's the show gonna be over? Can we go home, please? Oh my god, that's crazy. Oh but, man, I think about that on a daily basis since the show. Dude, like, but like, we're thriving in our thirties right now, so it don't matter. Like, everybody's mm-hmm. making money, everybody's doing their thing. We got this podcast going. You're on the podcast now. Big, I'm so excited, big member, dude. I I was ecstatic, dude, when you were, you were so, and that's the thing too. So like, you basically just were so proactive from the start as soon as i emailed you you emailed me back and then i told you like hey can we do tomorrow you're like, yeah for sure and i was like actually we can do today because you're gonna be at the beach and you're like oh, i could do today and then you were like oh i downloaded skype like you were just like on the ball like ready to go i was like dude like this is great like you're like oh can i call you in five minutes i'm like sure <laughs> <laughs> no problem I, I literally was sitting in this spot so yeah god it's so fucking cool so mm-hmm. fucking cool i mean it's just it, the opportunity is here for us to like really talk to these artists and, and sit down and like get it get a conversation out of them and eventually 
you know, we'll talk about it in the future and stuff. Like, but you'll eventually get your own segment, like whatever you want to do. Like, we just gotta collaborate. Like, that's all. Like, we just gotta like work yeah. together. And dude, you know what's the best part? Like, you're not too far from me. When we do start doing this in person, bro. Like, I know it's easy. Yeah, like, it's super I would, easy. I never even looked up how far you actually were from me. <laughs> just say the time, please. <laughs> So sorry. I'm an hour from Tom's River. That's for sure. If anything, I'm just, you're only 45 minutes away. Oh, that's glorious. Yeah, Absolutely I mean, depending glorious. on your actual address, but I don't know how big your town is. Like, I have no idea. It's um, it's small, ish. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Kind of. There's a lot of surrounding towns around me. Oh, I didn't. I was thinking. I was thinking where you live is way more west than I thought. No. Yeah, it's not like at all. Wow. Okay, yeah. like I can see. Wow. I'm smack dab. I'm the perfect fucking fit for this industry. I'm smack dab in the middle between the Philly scene and the New Jersey scene. Like I'm yeah, literally in the are. middle. It's sick. Like shit. Everything is like the same amount of driving for me to get to like venues, shows, jam, whatever. I am South Jersey, so, but not like a hick South Jersey. <laughs> I didn't know there was a hex South Jersey, but oh, I know, it's I a, uh, it God. gets real. It gets real. Uh, it gets real. You know how they have Pennsylvania? Yeah, uh, <laughs> they need a word for it for South Jersey too. Jersey Tucky. Yeah, it's just. It's, I mean, like some of these people, I'm like, do you think you're from Alabama? Like, you live in New Jersey. Can we stop? Yeah, seriously. No, come on, dude. Like, it's 2021. Like, you live in. Jersey, I went to go pick it. up my dog from Harrisburg, and. I was in a different world going through wherever. I don't know how we got to Harrisburg, but going through that area, mm-hmm. I'm like, holy shit. Just completely full it of hicks. A- yeah, I mean, I don't you would have you would have never known Biden was running for president at the time. <laughs> <laughs> like you would have never known there was a different there was another wow. person. Yeah, yeah, it's like a whole cult over there, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they just, they I mean, just. Best part though is when we did pick up my dog. It was the day Biden won, and so it was fun riding through that area. Oh, they were so they were probably so fucking miserable, dude. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, they couldn't fucking they handle. I don't that foresee problem. them being happy people in general. So. Right, right, right. It's always about me, 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 me. Like. I mean, look where they live. I mean, no, I don't even care about your political affiliation. Right. But, that sounds like an, it feels like an awful place to live there's nothing around i can't do that i can't do that i'll get super bored like i had to live like i wouldn't mind living in the city but it would have to be philadelphia like i would never live in new york city but i would definitely never. live in philadelphia depending on this the area like i would want to be somewhere where it's like very diverse and like want to like go to like local bars or breweries and all that shit and then it's also affordable but at the same time like i don't mind being in the suburbs but I don't feel like cutting my I don't, grass. I don't think I don't think you've described the place in Philly that exists. So you said as soon as you said affordable, that everything went that out the window. That is true. Yeah, I mean there everything are areas where it's super diverse. Window. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> um, fuck, oh, I just don't man. feel like cutting my grass. How dumb of a concept that is to cut grass. <laughs> think about it. Like, what the fuck is the point? Like, why don't? Like, what what does that do? It just waste it. It pollutes our fucking, you know, our local trash dump and waste gas. Really? I thought, I think about that all the time. I'm like, this is the dumbest concept I've ever fucking seen in this country. Like, (laughs) 
Like, never in my 29 years have I ever contemplated that, and I'm crying. <laughs> oh, my God, you are crying. It's the dumbest concept I've ever fucking heard, dude. I'm like, we should really find an alternative so that way we're not destroying the environment every day by wasting gas and also fucking just like filling up our landfills with grass cuttings. This is so stupid. I don't know. My dog gets really upset when we don't cut the grass. Right. Well, because it's gross. Like it gets tall and shit and bugs are all over the place. But what I'm like, when I cut the grass, like, dude, I just let the grass like sit on the lawn and it deteriorates. I don't throw it away. Oh, yeah. We don't either. Yeah. So, that's just one of those. That was so, that was unreasonably funny. Like, there was no (laughs) reason for that statement to be as funny as it was. It's like a mind fuck because it's so true. It's like, what the, why why do we do this? Like, what are we doing? It does feel stupid. I've never, oh man. That's, that is the best conversation. If you're ever going to start a convert, that's, that should be your go to to Um, to start a conversation. But, anyways, but who, who else do you want to bring on the podcast before we close this? For your strong, we're definitely gonna get a hold of. So for your strong bearings, um, bearings. Okay. Apparently, I'm on a turnways tour kick. Um, God, yeah, the tour looks else? incredible. Oh my god, I don't even know. So many. Contact could... uh, your old buyer for your house and see if you can get Pete on. <laughs> That'd be crazy, dude. I would let you run. I would literally be the co-host and I would let you run that whole thing. Like, dude, that would be all you. I would just let you do whatever you want to do. I don't care. I don't I don't know if you can tell by my face, but I'm spiraling because I never thought about it. But like, it, all right. I'm Anything's possible, like dude. Anything's possible. If Kevin Lyman could be episode one and we can get like Andrew Wade and all these people on here, like we can get Pete from Fall Out Boy for sure. But like imagine like reaching out to a publicist afterward. Like saying, well, Pete from Fall Out Boy came onto our podcast. Everyone would say yes. Exactly. Exactly. It's well, all that you know. Yeah. Um, movements is another one. I freaking love movements. Oh, they're so underrated. <clears throat> um, I think I just, I think, I forget the lead singer's name, but I think he was having a really bad day at Warped Tour because mm-hmm. he wasn't very nice to me, but I'm going to, I really do believe he, it was just a bad day because I've never, ever heard anything bad about him mm-hmm. of like him being rude. So I'm, He's on Warped Tour. Like, it is, it's grueling. It's, so, it's, it's, I really, I really just think he had, was having a bad day. So, I had a, like, he wasn't his best. Yeah, and that's because they do it every day for, like, three months yeah. straight sometimes. Like, it's, 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 it's grueling. We did it for 10 days and our vocalist was, like, getting tired. Like, Kevin was getting tired. Like, right. he, he did two days of vocal rest of not talking for that of 10 days. Like, dude, and we had a day off. So, it was just... It's not I easy. I just like hate. I hate when fans like take one bad experience and then don't put anything else in perspective. Like, I like, they I don't understand. Really yeah, and like I was a little upset that like I didn't have a good experience, but also like I put in perspective like everything else that had been going on at the time. Like, I mean, we're talking the Homedale date of Warp Tour, meaning, I mean, they are well into Warp Tour by that cha- by that time um because it's always like mid-july um so yeah i would love to interview movements because i do not believe that my experience was uh how he actually is 
no absolutely not and you're at least giving them like empathy and such because you know yeah. what it's like but there's a lot of people that just don't get it like especially when you're a kid like they don't get like when artists are miserable like let them be miserable like they're not gonna be dickheads just they're like humans yeah dude like they're doing their best to like live their best life and like touring is really one of the most gruesome fucking jobs out there like people think it's like a vacation and it's really not dude like it, you're starving you're eating shitty food like you're right. you know not really taking a shower every day it's hard you didn't have goalkeeper on your podcast yet no i didn't but we got to get him on that that will be very easy i still Uh, have a list of i still have a list of people to send to you um by the time this episode comes out we would already recorded it but rory and mikey from savage hands and rory from dayseeker are coming on and i can't fucking wait to drop that episode i think it's gonna be sick my tiktok following the community loves dayseeker absolutely loves okay. them dude it's crazy like i post anything i put day seeker on there they freak out okay i'm upset i miss calling all captains i really like them oh they're great people too they'll come back on we could do a drinking segment it could be nick alan from four years strong and us too oh that'll be fun right there you go yeah um, yeah, that's a good idea. No, but I, I found them through TikTok, too, calling on captains. And ever since I found them, like, that's all I've been listening to. I think it was, like, midway into COVID. Um, and I was like, shit, they're so good. And then I'm like, I keep finding all these bands and no one's touring. Right, right. It's so aggravating. It is aggravating. I totally agree with that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, there's just, uh, I can, I'll, I'm going to give you, uh, I started, like, oh, there's a band there's so many small bands that i like um but like there's a band from the uk they're called home truth okay. they're so good okay. um I'll, I'll i'll give you i'll give you a list but a lot of them are small i mean like obviously all the big bands that i that i would want to come on the show are all the bands that everyone would want to come on to their show mm-hmm, for sure but so. we're, we're 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 one of the lucky podcasts that like are able to acquire these bigger bands that is true very lucky um i've i've seen a couple other podcasts like they've had big bands too and such but uh god you should get shane todd and then you'll do like a podcast versus podcast <laughs> so cool dude because <laughs> he's the lead singer he, that's that's his right that's shane's podcast it lead is singer. Yeah. yeah i wonder mm-hmm. i wonder if he's gonna stop it when he tours wow. because like I'm basically he's doing cause... it because of the whole covid situation like what else is <gasps> can't swim to do? sorry i just because of silver scene because they're on tour with can't swim can't uh-huh. swim the plot in you they would be uh, love them too um sorry i'm if we if you say one band i'll all of a sudden have like 13 bands <laughs> dude i'm the same way dude like it just fucking it spirals <laughs> it really oh, does transit when they come back because it's gonna happen um yeah uh, <laughs> whatever it happens you know, whatever it happens we'll get, yeah we'll get joe and tori on yeah yeah exactly um, We've built good relationships with Fearless and Pure Noise so far, so I think like any of those labels, we could definitely like kind of nitpick what we want. Yeah, well, Adam's... you saw Transit posted. That's that's why I say what I say. Yeah, Transit absolutely. posted, so like they're gonna come back. They have to. Um, Wonder Years. Oh my God, I would fucking be super fucking stoked to talk to them because they're from philly now now i'm not gonna act like i'm a fucking huge fan of wonder years like i just got into them recently so that's 
that's you know yeah i i I think they're good i think they're good i just never but they they're a different type of pop punk dude like and people are probably giving me shit for that oh you're from philly i do not like them i'm like i just i don't know dude i just didn't get them and all the podcast um youth bounds coming on oh i got an email mark back um youth bounds coming on i would like to get real friends on wait Um, wait newfound glory youth fountain Uh, i thought you said newfound and i was like that i feel like that should have been a bigger statement than you just said (laughs) yeah like it should have been a little bit more it should have had a bit a little bit more enthusiasm behind it uh you know newfound glory yeah oh yeah oh youth fountain okay okay that's they're really good. Yeah, they're uh, really good. Things, yes, especially with the new lead singer, like Danzel. So, like, I love their new songs. I didn't think I was going to like, because, like, I love Dan's voice. A lot of people disagree, but whatever. Doesn't matter. Um, but, like, yeah, I love Real Friends, and I lo- really like the new singer. So, I'm, like, literally going on my uh, my Instagram to see who I've seen live in the past 10 years. <laughs> Um, and we'll talk off record, like how we're gonna get a hold of these bands, but like anything is possible, dude. So like we're we're really yeah. in a good position right now to take advantage of this, and like with you really helping out and following up with everything, like I couldn't be any more happier for you to join this because this is gonna be so sick. Like I'm just ecstatic. Like th- look how easy we just I'm we s- we just talked to an hour and forty minutes, like it was nothing. See, remember how you made the joke about the two hours? Not a joke anymore. <laughs> it's coming to a reality. <laughs> not a joke eventually i will like we'll figure it out but we're gonna have to put a rain on it like we'll have to put some sort of stop like so we don't talk for two hours i know yeah we'll be very well i could just always edit it you know what i mean like if the the segment goes out of control i could just cut like a 20 minute conversation that isn't really going to be that good like we could think about like do you think this conversation piece was good because i could cut it out like i'll just ask for your opinion that's solid. That's yeah, a good idea. So that's the that's the stuff I would never want to do. See, that's the difference because like we used to do this live in the beginning, like I was telling you, but like it it, it kind of like throws people off because like when you're talking to a stranger, you have no idea what they're gonna ask you. Like you could really take advantage of that in like a very negative way. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you don't want to like I don't want to do that to anybody. I don't want to make anybody feel uncomfortable. So it's like no. you know, like even though I want to call out the people who deserve to be um, held accountable for their accusations, but we'll 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 get there at one point they should just fucking watch their back that's all i have to say (laughs) i love this scene i don't need it to be ruined by fucking scumbags no and now we have like a whole other mess of issues of if you decide not to get or not to get vaccinated it's like you don't you don't deserve to be here no no there's a whole other fun group of people (laughs) um i'm really curious of why simple plan dropped that tour I didn't even know they dropped. They dropped. And, like, a part of me is, like, they said it was because of COVID. And, like, they wanted their family and friends to stay safe and blah, blah, blah. I just, like, I don't know. It seemed so, it was such weird timing. I feel like the the tour was just about to start. In my head, I'm like, did they get into an argument? Maybe, like, they couldn't come over because they're Canadian. Like, I just. Oh, I never thought of that. I, I feel like there's more to the story. And I'm so freaking nosy. Yeah, we <laughs> that's why we do this stuff, but I don't I don't I don't know what it is. Like that's that's the thing too is to pull these stories out of like what is going on in the scene like and get these questions answered. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I mean, one can only hope. I, I, like, I feel like the most logical thing is they're Canadian and maybe they couldn't cross the border. But also, like, if that's the case, like, is Bering's going to have an issue? Because, mm-hmm. like, I will be devastated if they do not play the Pure Noise tour because they can't get over to the border. That's crazy. Or Pop if they can come crazy. over, they can't go back. Yeah, it's true. Fuck, man. What a, this is wild. I I just want I just want us to go back to some kind of normalcy, like especially like touring full time. Like I wish that. And simple planning a newfound glory tour is like such a huge fucking bill already. Like yeah, and they dropped. They're done. Like it's not happening. Yep, they released it's a long us. statement. Mm-hmm. Good. Charlotte. And I only seen simple plan uh, at at work tour, and I was like really excited to see like a full. Simple plans I've seen Newfound Glory a million times. I don't need to see them again. I've seen Newfound Glory never, so I have to check them out. They're very good live. I didn't they're grow up so, with them as pop punk. I don't know why. I really, I was super into Catalyst, and like that was it. And I feel like that's an unpopular opinion because everyone's like Six and Stones. I'm like, yeah, Catalyst. Is my yeah, because that's the album I like too. But like, I think I was just so in the direction of My Chem, the used. And Paramore, dude, Paramore. I was on a fucking like obsession with Paramore when they were dropping music. Obsession. Oh, Haley Williams. Mm, she can sing. Yeah. She's the queen of emo. I will fucking crown her right now, dude. Yeah, I cannot. I can't. Uh, can't argue that. <laughs> uh, hate to be the person to from one female-led band to the next, but Stand Atlantic is so freaking good. Dude, that single Death Wish is a fucking bop. I jam out that song all the time. So good, dude. Holy shit. Oh, I love Nothing Nowhere, too. I'm seeing him in... When is it? October 6th. You'll Um, probably see Meet Me at the Altar there, too. I think they're touring with him. They are? Yeah. They're touring with Kohi, too. It's crazy. Um, How do you feel about Hot Milk? I don't actually think I've listened to them. I know who they are, but they're I don't really think I've ever listened to them. Mm-hmm. I need You'll to listen. Yeah, they're okay. um, both. Is it Bonnie from Stan Atlantic? Is that's her name? Maybe I actually don't know her name. Uh, she's dating the the girl in. They're they're in a relationship. From her oh, home. okay. It's super cute. Makes me feel bad uh, inside. Another band, you, me, and everyone we know. What was what, that? What, what? What? Sorry, I say that. <laughs> no, it's okay. So I was just like, I just like was can't do two things at once. The, I'm a goddamn the fucking band, caveman. You, me, and everyone we know. You, me, and everyone. I've never heard of them. They they were at my first warp tour. Actually, they've been around for. I mean, my first warp tour was 08 since for 12 years, 13 years. Um, they're they're just constantly like on and off, on and off, on and off. But like, they're they actually just posted something that it was like. Every band that we associate with that play with, they have to be vaccinated or they can't play with us. And hmm. I'm like, applaud to you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. We need more bands um, like that. They're so good. I mean, it is Bonnie. Uh, She's super cute. They're, they're just such an underrated band. Like, they should have gotten so much bigger than they were. Um, they talked to it in one of their songs from The Dangerous Summer, which was fun. They like literally mentioned Cody Payne's name in the song like oh, it's cool. very obviously about the dangerous summer nice that's pretty <laughs> sick i like that uh it's called i think it, i think the song is shock and all but yeah 
Okay. I'll have to check, um, I'll have to check them out, though. Yeah. Um, oh, Youth Founds on Pure Noise. I forgot. So, yeah. So, um, so you just get everyone from Pure Noise, Hopeless, Fearless. I'm sure there's a handful of other labels. We'll just get everyone from all of those labels. We're trying. I mean, we, we haven't touched Sumerian yet. Um, Sumerian was very straightforward they wanted numbers they wanted numbers and i was like i'm not mad about it like but they're not wrong you know what i mean like they want their artists to be on something that can really help them with some media during a pandemic yeah but also like if they're not touring who who the hell cares right but we never i've never had an artist from sumerian i don't think i've ever had an artist from rise on who's on sumerian right now like what's one band? Uh, asking Alexandria. Oh, so it's still Board of Osiris, on. Veil of Maya, Animals it's as Leaders, Peripheries off the label, Icy Stars, but they're like MIA. I'm so mad they did a ten year acoustic tour of fucking three D. <laughs> so sick. Um, I bought I bought tickets and then I realized it was an acoustic tour and I've never been so pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I don't want to hear 3D acoustic. Yeah, you want to hear 3D live. 3D was I. I saw them when they were teenagers, and I was a teenager too. It was at the Croc Rock in Allentown, PA. Yo, I got were you at that show? Rock. No, I was at the one. I may have gone to more than one show. It was 3D. I know, but who toured with them? Did um? I can't remember. Was it uh? For all those sleeping and abandoned all ships in that tour. The Smashing Pumpkins is signed to Sumerian Records. <laughs> what? That realization. That's random. Okay. I mean, cool. I mean, Circa was signed to Sumerian Records for one album. So, I mean, like, that's cool. But what? Let's get Anthony Green on. Oh, <laughs> fuck. God, Bet I you love- get Ace. Possibly. I would love to have a conversation with Anthony Green. That dude is a fucking genius. Lyrically. I saw his, I saw his family in Ocean City because they were on the beach. Mm-hmm. Um, and my first instinct was to cry. Like, that was my reaction. I saw his family. I saw his wife. And then Aww. I started to cry. Because then I saw his children. And then I saw Anthony. His babies are so fucking beautiful. I'm so obsessed he's with got such a little. He's got such a little happy family. I love it. Oh, my God. They're beautiful. Like, how... Like, how can you create such beautiful children? All of them. The He's a beautiful person, dude. That's just who he and, is. And Meredith is too. Oh, yeah. she's like, oh my God. I know. I don't even like Circa that much, but I love his family. <laughs> I love Circa. I was supposed to go to the 10 year um, Blue Sky Noise tour, but I. Did it sell out? Because it's not until April. <clears throat> no but at the time i didn't have a job so i got my money back so and in order for me to take off of work i have to do four weeks in advance so that's kind of frustrating but don't want to get into that conversation um yeah, yeah. so um like being off we'll, conversation we'll we'll definitely hit up these labels and definitely try to get some of these artists yeah. on uh i know i know some we didn't touch anybody from samaria and i would love to talk to i would love to talk to kelton quinn actually um because He's doing a lot for the scene of like building it up, and I think artists need to take into perspective with what he's doing. He's like basically just like retweeting like underground band musics, like or musics, underground bands music, and uh, 
he's you know featuring on bands and stuff like he's just doing a lot for the scene and it's just like helping it thrive and stay and like bring in the next generation of fans so i think artists should be more like kellen quinn in my opinion yeah that's awesome yeah okay yeah i i mean like again sumerian so it's gonna be hard uh rise would love to have a spirit box on that'd be sick um but we're like i said we're oh we didn't have anybody from fucking uh rise on so okay so that's all cool. We got I'm a lot of. Oh, I had so... Sergio. He's an Adola, but they just got signed recently. But yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have some really cool guests coming on. Uh, dude, Shayna is like you're literally like the perfect fit for this fucking project, and I can't wait to just start getting to work. Like this is gonna be so sick. I'm so excited! This I have so not sick. been this excited in a really fucking long time. I'm excited too because like it's so nice to have to bounce back off of ideas within this scene because like i yeah. felt like i love zach like zach i'm not talking anything about bad about zach like he's not in this scene he's in a whole different scene and like i support that and like i like him and i he's a really well communicated person he's a super intelligent and great bass player but it's hard when i'm like in this scene by myself i'm like i need help like i want someone to join the team and that that would like really fucking thrive with it and like dude you're just perfect so it's sick that we're doing this right and I like I like love established bands, but I also love new music, so it works. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. It definitely works a hundred percent. So I know it's been a little slow lately on this side, but now that Shane is here, we're gonna really start fucking getting this ball rolling. It's gonna be sick. Picking it up. But yeah, but congratulations, Shana. Yes. We're gonna fucking start kicking ass starting tomorrow no let's do it today. Let's do it right now. Let's start kicking ass today. Let's do it. Yeah, I mean, like not for anything, but like. I'm going to leave here and then get dressed and go to a show. So right from there, we're, you know, who knows? I might find the next girl I'll play at this show and we'll bring him onto the podcast. Oh, you, let's you go. Never, you never know. Your favorite you artist know. was once a local band. Yes. Mm-hmm. Facts. Which is why local shows are so important. <laughs>